0: Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers, or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the Storyteller. I'm joined by Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, Ashley Birch as Jen Brown, and Abubakar Saleem as Lucius Ali. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hello, SOBs. It's 2 p.m. Pacific on a Sunday. I got the black and gold behind me, so you know that you have tuned into Vampires of Pittsburgh Lockdown. I am your storyteller, Jared Logan. Uh, We have uh, a great cast here to play, some Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition. Uh, Today we have something very special planned. I can't wait uh, to get into it with uh, our, our players But first, I have to pop open my personal Vitae, LaCroix carbonated, slightly flavored fruit drinks. Mm, That's mango. My hunger rating just went down. Who's ready to get into it? Who is ready to find out what what awaits our players today? Uh, Will they eat more slime? It was unbelievable when Abu did that uh, last week. But I have to say, who hasn't played in a game? with a player whose character has decided to eat something that's probably deadly and or has some sort of mutative properties. I mean, I think we've all experienced that in a Dungeon Dragons game at some point or another. I know someone in our chat on Discord was saying that uh, they had played in games where uh, I think it was a Delta Green game (laughs) where (laughs) one of the government agents just found like a glowing isotope on the ground and was like, what's this? So uh, you know, I mean, that's the part of the fun of these games is that we can take these crazy risks, these these nuts make these nuts decisions and see what falls out from them. Um, and uh, I love players that do that. Um, unfortunately, Abu cannot be with us today, Abu Salim, who portrays Lucius, uh, because he is on a plane flying to South Africa. Uh, to film a project, and I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to tell you what the project is, so I'll I'll leave it at that, but uh, just know that Abu, as you assume, is an international man of mystery, uh, and that, uh, like many of our players, he is a busy man, so uh, we'll have him back very soon, but today we have a very special uh, session planned with two players uh, who we do have here, and I'm going to bring them in right now. Um, Guys, uh, you may be wondering, oh, what are we going to do today in the game? Because, uh, you know, we're short a player. It happens sometimes. I think in your own home games, uh, viewers, you'll see that that will happen to you occasionally. Uh, and uh, you need to you need a session anyway. And uh, I thought. Wow, what a wonderful opportunity, actually, to get to know uh, these characters that we've known for so long a little better. And so I will just set a scene. I'll set a scene that, because I think this is inevitably going to happen, you, uh, your characters, Curtis Krieger and Jen Brown, are heading across uh, the city you are uh you're heading across the city for this rendezvous, perhaps with this uh, this new character that we introduced at the end of last week's session, this new player in the city and, and uh, as you're as you're driving uh, and you're going past the various uh pittsburgh shops that have been you know shuttered uh past the various businesses whose lights which once sh- shined brightly are now dark, um, your thoughts go back to how? You came to be here, how you came to be in this situation, who you were before. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. It's time to make this gesture because we are going to find out about Curtis Krieger and Jen Brown. Hashtag before they were vampires. (laughs) Uh, And so this will uh, involve a little trading off from scene to scene. So, um, you know, uh, you don't, uh, you you know, Ashley, I think we're going to deal with Curtis first. So you can go off and have a bowl of noodles or uh, (laughs) fix a table, uh, do any kind of loud, active thing that you'd like. And in a little bit, it will be uh, Jen Brown's turn for the spotlight. I really
1: wish I had a prepared bowl of noodles and an (laughs) Ikea table that I could (laughs) have when you come back to me.
0: Hey, you've got a couple minutes. <laughs> Go ahead and feel free to bring the props. Uh, but um, uh, in, in a little bit, we're just going to find out more about uh, Jen Brown. But right now, I want to set a scene. Goodbye, Miss Birch. I'll see you in a moment. I want to set a scene. Kyra Hellman Province, <sighs> Afghanistan. The year is 2010. You uh, and a, a small group of your fellow soldiers we're on patrol. Uh, your Humvee is uh, driving across the desert outside the small uh, village of Kairabad in and Hellman province. Uh, Craig is there with you. Craig Lindell. That's your, uh, your good old army buddy and your character's current touchstone. Um, and as you guys uh, travel across the desert, w- tell me a little bit about uh, what that's like for uh, Curtis and uh, where he thinks, you know, he's stationed on the Humvee. Where is Craig? What is a typical patrol like for Curtis Krieger?
2: Oh man, I, um, I think yeah, incredibly stressful, and like underneath the surface is just a storm of stress and panic. But it's that thing of like, everything's like everything's freaking fine, and uh, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's trying it's trying to like crack jokes and like be be like a. Be like, yeah, I don't even care. Um, and doing like doing like Family Guy bits and like just with <laughs> with guys and like um, yeah, crack and wise and uh, and and just trying to be like trying to mask with a jovial exterior the the sheer terror that he feels.
0: Great, I think we should roll a little bit of dice. Um, now you are human at this point, so don't bother with any hunger whatsoever. Um, I want to see how funny uh Curtis is as he's driving along um is he is he really actually kind of taking the pressure off and helping the morale of his fellow soldiers, or yeah. is he just doing a really bad stewie impression uh, <laughs> let's uh let's go with a, a charisma plus performance role, and I think in a situation like this to improve morale when everybody's really tense that they could get hurt or shot at at any time, the difficulty's high three successes.
2: I mean that's more successes than I can get cuz I have no performance in my charisma too.
0: Oh, well then, uh, let's see how many you get.
2: Let's see. Let's see how badly I whiff it. Total failure.
0: <laughs> okay. Um so uh you're going you know, to making jokes and you finally hear um your uh staff sergeant uh that's uh sergeant um Diaz like tell you like you'll can it Krieger.
2: Yeah. I was just saying and when Lindel gets back to
0: Back to homes with to his uh, girl, he's gonna be like giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> no, enough of that shit, man. Come on, everybody uh-huh. stay focused. All right, this isn't playtime. Yeah, are hostels in the area? Mm-hmm. So, where do you think you're stationed on the Humvee? Where's where Craig? Like, do you have any ideas on that? Or, uh, do you know what maybe Curtis was, what, you know, what his uh, go to job was in one of these patrols? Do you have any thoughts on that?
2: Uh, God, no, and this, that, that extends more from, uh, Ross Bryant's ignorance of like w- what the, what the responsibilities that would be delegated to the servicemen and women on one of these patrols would be, um,
0: no problem. Well, then I'm going to rule that, uh, probably our friend Craig drives, um, and, uh, we have uh, another, uh, another, uh, soldier, private McKenna is up on the big gun. Um, okay. Sergeant, uh, Sergeant Diaz is in the passenger seat. And you're sort of hanging off the side you're kind of you know there as you know overwatch or uh to cover the others um everybody is really on edge because you failed your role uh, and uh the sergeant just snapped at all of you so everybody is extremely tense um and uh Is there anything else you want to do, like, uh, as you start to enter uh, kind of um, the ruins, really, of of a town? Like, uh, Kairabat is a bustling community, but as you kind of get to its outskirts, you come to houses that aren't as inhabited anymore, um, uh, where there has been some fighting, and so uh, some of them are a little bit burnt out. Um, uh, You know, are you taking any precautions? Are you saying anything else? (laughs)
2: I mean, I th- yeah, I've just been reprimanded by uh, commanding officers. So it's like, okay, I'll shut up. Um, just like, yeah, eyes open and uh, hold on and like really just scan the horizon and, uh,
0: and, um, and keep watch. Okay, uh, really good. Um, if you are scanning the horizon and keeping an eye out on everything, then I think I'm going to allow you to have a wits plus awareness role. a wits plus awareness role
2: right oh it's so no, and i'm and if i it's not making me hungrier at all <laughs>
0: it's nothing's gonna make you hungry remember how wonderful it was to be a human where uh you know just uh you could just live your life and roll dice
2: but the trade-off is i can't summon my blood to help me make this one success any better
0: ah Uh, And so you don't. And so uh, you can't make it any better. And and at this point, um, I think Craig uh, starts joking like, uh, you know, he's kind of like, yeah, uh, you're not funny, Krieger. So, like, just shut your mouth, man. Uh Like, you you know, it's you've never been funny. You think you're funny. You're not funny, dude. You're just not a funny guy. Like, just face it. Man, you you need to relax and stop busting my balls and keep your eyes on the road. Okay, it doesn't even sound like uh, Quagmire, dude. Quagmire is more and, like it's more like up in your voice, and the sergeant's like, "I said, shut the fuck!" Boom, a bullet goes through his head. Uh, it yeah. happens in an instant. Suddenly, his skull explodes. Uh, blood spatters all over. Uh, um, Quag, yeah in in the front seat uh everybody's screaming um your big gunner uh is kind of like he's firing already he's already firing what is he firing at he's just kind of swinging the gun wildly uh his training uh forgotten in that moment private mckenna is just firing wildly um and you can see that craig has like already kind of like uh stopped the uh humvee and is kind of like getting ready to get out of it um what do you do curtis krieger um I, sh- I, sh- I shouted him to like no go 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 um um okay um uh so you're saying just drive 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 mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. okay so um you uh let's see if he listens to you because you're not the sergeant and uh craig you know there's a lot going on so you need to give me a leadership role now I know that when we started this game, you had no leadership dots. So if you have any on your sheet now, don't use them. You All need right. to give me a, um, I think it's going to be a composure plus leadership role. Remember, you can still spend willpower if you uh, oh, Okay. If you fail a role, yes, I know everybody in the chat. Why don't you spend willpower? How can you ever be okay with a role not being successful on any <laughs> failed role? You must spend willpower, guys. Sometimes people let their roles be failures. It's okay. Uh, go ahead. And... Well, not
2: this time, baby, because it's two successes.
0: Oh, very good. Okay, great. Um, um, so he uh, he like keeps like driving uh and, and i'm now looking
2: looking on the direction that i
0: believe the the
2: fire came from um following with uh uh mckenna on the gun right to to see if i can if i can spot where the where the fire came from
0: okay um yeah and uh uh mckenna is by the way still just kind of like firing wildly uh which you know i don't know if you think that that's going to be an issue for you but if yeah. you give me a with plus awareness roll with a difficulty of 2 then you can perhaps see where these guys uh, shot from, fired from. Um,
2: All right. Um, yeah. Why not? Uh, how many, what's the success? I need two. I got three.
0: Okay, great. Um, you see the glint of like a sniper scope uh, up on like a, a second floor window of like a burnout husk of a building. Uh, but uh you know, Craig is like still like driving.
2: I, I, pound, I, I try to get on, on comms or to McKenna just to be like,
0: hey, there. And uh, like uh, two o'clock right there, top of the building. Um, okay, so McKenna is now, he's now, he stopped like just firing wildly. And he is now like up there. And I also am firing. Great. Give me a firing roll.
2: That's uh dexterity plus firearms. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll my current. I forget if that's, I think it might've been bumped up at some point, but. Holy free hole is. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I will, sp- even after that rant again, <laughs> it's so humiliating to just get one success after that massive dice pool <laughs> that I'm going to use one and, and try again. Okay. Five successes
0: oh wow okay um so um you uh that's amazing so um i'm going to tell you two things that happen uh in this round and we'll we'll try to go a little bit round by round although this is going to be a little bit more narrative today so um you um you see uh, uh that sniper scope you aim and you fire mckenna aims and opens fire um and as uh, you uh, open fire, you um, you do hit your target up there. You can see that you've hit somebody. But you can also now see something like hurling toward the Humvee um, through the Fuck. air. And it seems to like have smoke coming off of the back of it. And it almost is happening in slow motion. You're seeing a guy kind of like fall in the window above. And then you're seeing this sort of projectile kind of moving you know, your heartbeat, you can suddenly feel it in your throat, and you can see this projectile moving toward the Humvee. What Income. are you? Doing? Yeah, Income! Give me a dexterity plus athletics roll, and all of your friends are going to make one too. Okay. Okay. How'd you do? Three successes. How many? Three. Oh, that's great. Okay, so you get clear of the Humvee. Uh, Craig gets clear of the Humvee. McKenna, who's up in the gun, doesn't get clear of the Humvee. And suddenly this this, uh, rocket goes into the side of it and it explodes. Um, I think that uh, pieces of humvee are flying toward you there's suddenly fire and smoke everywhere it's kind of like you know you know blinding you a little bit and um you um i i, I look for for uh wh- whoever
2: else is might be in the wreckage can i pull anyone to to cover
0: yeah sure um you um let's see if you can find somebody yes okay if you're staying here in the wreckage you see that mckenna it doesn't appear to be dead he's like really badly burnt and he's like but he's like laying in some wreckage nearby like
2: i i i crawl to him and get and try to get my arms underneath his underneath his shoulder and and pull him pull him back if there's any debris we can take cover up behind.
0: That's when you hear Krieger I need help over here. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And like somewhere through the smoke and the fire you can hear Craig's voice uh like, you know, calling for help. Like I'm pinned down over here.
2: Okay, um is it, okay, can I can I quickly assess this uh McKenna's situation? Is he, how in the open is he? Can I if I He's leave him In the
0: open. And he is, like, bleeding out. Like, I mean, he's really badly burnt, and he's, like, bleeding out. And if you don't, like, kind of get him some kind of medical help right now, he's going to die. Uh, but uh, uh, Craig is is yelling at you through comms now that they are firing on him and that he needs you to cover him.
2: Once again, my ignorance of, like, who would be on this comes into play. Would there be a staff medic with us on this kind of patrol? or there- someone?
0: There would be someone who knows how to use these things, um, but you, th- that person is is now gone. The Humvee has been destroyed. Okay. You can see that it, behind you there was another Humvee that looks like it's gone up in flames. So uh, you don't have your medic with you at this moment. Um, there may be, like, you know that the case, you know what that looks like. You could look through the wreckage for the case of the medical uh, stuff. But right now Craig is shouting that he needs help, and this guy is also kind of dying in front of you.
2: Okay, I I, I I still try to pull him pull him away if and and pull him uh, towards anything any type of cover I can see.
0: Okay, um, you're going to give me a strength plus athletics roll, and at the same time, I want a wits plus awareness roll.
2: Strength athletics was was uh, two. Okay, wits uh, awareness is three.
0: Okay. So your strength plus athletics, you're having trouble. You're like, this guy is not, you're trying not to hurt him even further. You're dragging him, he's getting caught, yes. Um, Perhaps it's fortuitous because because you're stuck here for a moment longer. You do see like the med kit kind of laying on top of a bunch of like, you know, strewn about junk from the Humvee. Uh, And, you know, they keep those in like metal cases. So it looks like it's intact.
2: Okay. Um, I I, I go for it to grab it.
0: Um, as you start to reach for it, sniper shots go boom <clears throat> boom and blow the dust up in front of you as your hand reached for it. Do you still want to go for it?
2: Um, I want I want to return fire.
0: Ah, uh, okay, great. Um, so um, you turn and you can fire in the general direction you think the sniper shots are coming from. Go ahead and give me uh, a firearms roll for that, and I want to just let you know that craig is like shouting in your ear i'm pinned down i can't get back without your help can someone give me some cover fire three successes oh okay um you are firing up toward where you think the sniper is at let's see how he does he has lots of cover. (laughs) nice okay (laughs) all right um yeah um When you kind of stick your head out again, more sniper shots don't come. And so, do you want to try to grab the case? Okay. Um, So, uh, you grab the case, you pop it open, and uh, you're looking at all of the different medical equipment here. And uh, my question to you is Does Curtis know how to use any of it?
2: I have no medicine.
0: We have no medicine okay so you are fairly certain you know how to use like the morphine to like take away his pain you probably know how to maybe uh you know basically wrap up his wounds are you going to try to do these things and try an untrained like kind of first aid role right now
2: I'm, i get on comms first and i and i'm like uh and i'm like craig can you Lendo, lindell can you come back can you can
0: you can you yeah and he says uh i think it's clear now I'm gonna try to uh, rendezvous with you guys. I'm headed back.
2: Come, oh, come, and I hop up and I provide him some more cover fire towards the building.
0: Oh, Okay. Um. So. Um. Uh. Great. Um. So you are uh, spending your time on cover fire uh, while this guy below you, 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 you have the med kit all open, but you realize you don't know what to do with it. Um. Go ahead and uh, give me uh, that firearms roll again. Five successes. Five successes. Okay. Um yeah, you're not sure who you're shooting at. You're just kind of shooting out into the smoke. And um because uh you know you're you're doing that, um you hear uh Craig like moving across, you know, he's like I'm close. I'm close now. I'm almost there. <laughs> uh and uh finally and he's like opening fire too and then finally you see him like you know, kind of a piece of a building, like uh, you know, ten yards from you, like kind of like wave at you. Like he got back over to where you guys are at undercover. cover. Um,
2: okay, I'm like, uh,
0: like, uh, uh, McKenna's been hit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to try to manage this. Okay, great. Um, so, um, you uh, turn to the guy that, uh, you know, needed medical attention. And you realize, like in the way that time sometimes goes in uh, a combat situation, you didn't realize that it felt like seconds, but you were probably uh, giving cover fire for uh maybe, you know, eight minutes, like just now, like you were like, like until Craig could get all the way back over here, and when you look down, um, he's just not moving
2: okay. I, uh um, I, I feel for a pulse.
0: Um, yeah, you don't get a pulse, um, you know, CPR, would you like to try it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you, uh, can make a CPR roll uh, by giving me, I think, let's call it a dexterity roll, since I know that you don't have medicine. One success. Okay. Um, you, um, you get one success and you, uh, that one success is enough to tell you that this, this is meaningless. He's dead. He's completely dead. Okay. I'm like. (laughs) Craig (laughs) arrives near you. uh, And you can see that he's like holding his hip.
2: Can you get on comms? Can we we send an air? Can we?
0: Um, Yeah, he's going to try to get on the comms. Let's see how he can do getting like the what's left of the Humvee to like call somebody up. Yeah, he just got zero successes on that roll. And so I I tried to do
2: it. I don't know who's got what communication between everybody
0: well um uh you'd have to use like a radio that's in the uh the the, the car and it's gone yep. it's like it's just like all gone um Great. and so the only thing really left to do like Craig looks at you and goes can't help anybody here we gotta run
2: all right we just gotta get to cover get to, get to a good spot I, I grab the the medic kit or maybe just the bandages and just the morphine and pocket and um and see if we can like, and I'll provide some cover fire as we, as we extract ourselves from the open.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to set one more scene in this flashback, which is that um, you realize that the man that, you know, private McKenna probably died because you decided to give Craig cover fire. Uh, And as you guys are sitting there in the cold of an Afghan night, Afghanistan is a hugely uh, mountainous country. Uh And as night falls, it is freezing. You have no transport out. You don't know when rescue is coming. It's you and Craig and a med kit uh, full of morphine.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I, it's just like no sleep or we're sleeping in shifts. Yeah, just he's
0: like, sure. he's like, he's like, got like, uh, you know, uh, his arms like this. He's like, he, when he breathes like, uh, cold air is coming out of his mouth.
2: And, uh, if this is the last scene um it's like hey just see if you can see the rest I'll I'll take. I got it. I got it.
0: Um he says uh, I'm hit, Kurt. How
2: about and have, have have I maybe bandaged him by this point?
0: Um, no, you haven't bandaged him. He hasn't told you like that. Uh, the thing, the hit that he took was bad, and so looking down at his hip, you can see that he now kind of lifts his jacket and everything, and there's just a mess of meat still exposed down there.
2: Okay. Um. So I'm like, okay, he lifts okay. We
0: all the way out into the desert with you.
2: Okay. I take with like the ampule of morphine, and I'm like, okay, all right, this will this will help for the night. Okay.
0: Yeah. And you uh, stick the ampule of morphine into him. And that's the first time you watched your friend Craig get a hit. Meanwhile, or uh, in another uh, time and place.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, this is Oakland, California. The year is 2012. Uh, and you are in a meeting, Jen Brown, uh at a startup you work for called Chum um uh, and uh the uh the creator of this app, Chum, which is like this social app that is supposed to um connect people based on their interests, so if they're interested in gardening or uh exercise or um Music, um, it sort of connects people based on hobbies and interests like that. And you are sitting, uh, you know, in a boardroom, but it's like a very uh, modern, very open office plan, kind of white walled, lots of glass boardroom in Oakland, California. And uh, the uh, CEO of Chum, uh, Anderson Kaya, is uh, he's there and he's wearing like um, a-, a tank top. He just came in from biking. Uh, And he's like, Caitlin, can I get an espresso? Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, So I want to know a little bit about what do you think uh, Jen was doing at this place at this time? uh, What her uh, role was here and how she felt about it?
1: I think she's super bored. Mm -hmm. Um, She's probably a lead of some kind, like a lead engineer or something. She probably worked a lot on the back end. All the stuff that makes the, the app run seamlessly, globally or whatever. Um and I think she thinks she's smarter than this place and I think she thinks she's wasting herself here.
0: Uh okay, well it makes sense. Um and uh there is a, a woman across sitting across from her who um Jen can't help but notice also looks really bored. And I think they've only had maybe a couple conversations so far, but her name is Sabrina. And she's kind of sitting there and she kind of gives you a look uh at how uh Kaya is kind of being very, uh, very demanding about his espresso. Like he's, he's talking about temperature with his assistant. And then he finally turns to you guys and he's like, okay, so um, we need new categories for Chum because it feels like the other apps are sort of stealing our thunder in terms of some of the, you know, Venn diagrams we've created of interests where they coincide uh, and we're not getting a lot of engagement. Uh, It's like there's already an app for gardening. There's already an app for, you know, if you are a music fan, live music events. You know, how can we differentiate our product and gain interest of people we haven't pulled in yet? Does anybody have ideas? And I'm opening this to everybody, even the engineers. Does anybody have any thoughts?
1: Can I look at Sabrina and kind of do like, like a subtle like... Kind of thing.
0: Uh yeah. Act like I'm
1: scratching my chin, but kind of like I'm blowing my own brains out.
0: Okay, Sabrina failed her composure role and just snorts openly. Um, and uh, that's when uh, Anderson Kaya goes, okay, Sabrina, uh, it sounds like you have an idea. Shoot, I'm, we're blue-skying this. There's no wrong answer. He goes, uh, well... I mean, one thing we haven't hit on yet is sort of uh, activism. And uh, there are a lot of, you know, protest movements, um, you know, Occupy Wall Street. Uh, there's a lot of uh, of groups that could use this kind of app to help organize, you know, uh, when they and he's like, OK, uh, all right. Uh, we've talked about this before. And that's not really a great
1: can I interrupt uh, him? Because I'm sort of interested in what she's saying and go, but the system isn't really set up for that, is it? Because how traceable things are, we're we're not really that encrypted.
0: Right. But like, you know, one of my thoughts is, okay, can I just, and he's like, uh, yes, fine, go ahead. She goes, well, okay. You know how when you're on Facebook and then um, you join like a club and it's like, uh, let's say it's uh Let's say it's kind of a private club, like uh dad suffering from depression, and you want to talk to the other dad suffering from depression, right? Well, Facebook posts it to all of your friends. Did you know that? Like anything you post in a club or a group, Facebook just tells everybody about it. So you can't really have a private group. And, and you know, part of what I think is that, you know, these hobbies or whatever you want to call them that we're working on here... Um, they mean more when they are um I mean you'll have more engagement if people feel like they have some privacy. So, maybe we do encrypt it. And he's like, huh. "No, I don't think so. I don't think that okay. This is a casual lifestyle app, all right? We're not trying to be part of the revolution. We're being trying to be part of the happiness revolution, okay? Oh. Uh, we are trying to let people meet other people that can fulfill them, right? Uh, not causes that can fulfill them.
1: While he's talking, can I, um, do we have a Slack or something? I know this uh, maybe predates yeah, Slack, but.
0: um predates Slack, but you have, uh, you have ancient Slack. <laughs> you have an inner gonna... office BBS or whatever.
1: I'm assuming this is a smallish company, and she has kind of a unique name. I'm gonna like kind of surreptitiously look at my phone and see if I can look up
0: who she is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, you find her, um, you know, because the because it's a smallish company, and it's uh, you know, it's a couple years ago. The website has all of you on it at some point, right? There's like a "Who We Are," and you're all on there. Once you get hired, um, it's all out there in the open because um, this guy's trying to run a shop where people are. You know really um rock stars right he uses uh-huh. the, he, he throws the term rock star around uh very liberally
1: <laughs> i'm gonna get her i'm gonna e- i'm gonna send her an email that's like or if there's like an instant messaging type of thing i'm gonna i'm gonna send her a message that's basically like this guy's a dud want to talk after
0: yeah, and I want to say her resume is actually really interesting uh, when you're kind of looking at just the little bio that she has on the website, because, um, it, it, you know, it seems like uh, she uh, is also a coder, but uh, she also had her own kind of little business before this, and he kind of uh, pulled her away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's owned her own shop at some point. Uh, um, so, um, okay. Okay. Um, you set a meeting for her af- with her after, and uh, she's like, uh, she, what, "Where are you meeting? What are you What are you talking about? Where are you going to be?"
1: Uh, maybe we should go on a walk outside of the company
0: walls or something. Walk to go get
1: coffee and then bring it back or something kind of thing.
0: Great idea. Um, now, of course, the full espresso bar at Chum means that you don't need. You don't have to leave at any time, Jen. You can just (laughs) stay. Um, You can stay and stay and stay and not go home. You don't have to go home. Isn't that great? No one has to go home. Yeah. And if you need a nap, why there's a a small vibrating chair right in that little (laughs) annex there. Shaped like a weird neon bean. Right, and it'll wake you up after you've had the most efficient power now. So you don't even have to really sleep if you don't want. And so actually, you and Sabrina's uh, meeting occurs at like 10 o'clock at night when you're leaving. Uh, Mm. Even though you tried to get like a moment to get coffee before then, um, it's not until like 10 p.m. And by the way, this is like a weeknight, Uh, 10 p.m. when you finally kind of uh, feel like enough people have gone home basically when Anderson walks out, then everybody else can walk out. Uh huh. So he's walked out 10 minutes before and you guys are kind of walking through the streets of Oakland together. Uh, I mean, what do you want to say to her? So she's kind of nervous, it seems like. She's not quite sure why you've been, you sent her a message, but she doesn't seem um, annoyed. She's kind of curious.
1: How long have you been working here? I've never seen you before.
0: I've been here a month. And I don't think I'm going to last two.
1: Yeah, this place is. Uh, it's 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 shit. I'll be honest with you.
0: It's shit. I've been here about three. It's just if I try to run a business the way that I think is. Like that satisfies me. The business fails. Mm hmm. And I can't I, I can't. Live with my parents anymore. I can't. I, I can't depend on people for loans. I. I, I have. Between you and me, I've got debt, like a lot of it. I needed this job, and I am so depressed that it is so soul-sucking already.
3: You're uh, pretty honest.
0: <laughs> well. With you.
3: You know, I had a a similar idea to what you're talking about. What do you mean? I
1: have a prototype. I've, well, all this, this rise of social media shit, I mean, the tracking that they're doing, no one can see it, but your fingerprints are fucking everywhere. Anytime you search for something, it's nuts. I feel like people are gonna want. What you were talking about. Way to communicate with each other where the company that they're using can't see every single conversation that you're having. So I've been working on something.
0: You figured it out? I mean, you I've... didn't use the computers in there, did you?
1: Fuck no. Did I look like okay. an idiot.
0: Well, because did you see this? Uh, and then she uh, kind of brings up like a, a memo you guys all got today. And maybe, maybe, you know, Jen, maybe Jen's like so in, you know into coding that she doesn't always catch up on all that stuff because she probably one, doesn't <laughs> one thing after another comes in all day like it seems like there are people whose job there is just to send you guys like little emails and a lot of them are about nothing a lot of them are about for example uh chum's uh state-of-the-art espresso bar uh, <laughs> but this particular one is a change to everyone's contract and what it says uh is if you read the fine print and uh sabrina shows this to you Uh, Because she has the business acumen to show it to you. It it, it says that um, technology that you work on while you are employed by Chum belongs to Chum. the fuck?
1: Yeah. Fucking
0: parasites. If if you don't think about it and you just click that, then you've... Oh, shit, did I do it? Okay, take back. Wait. Ugh. Um, Okay, I think I fixed it. But... uh, (laughs) If you, click the, if you click the box there, then you've just agreed. Like, how I don't often think are you, you just like reading your emails and just going on click, 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 click there? Well,
1: luckily for me, and I'm gonna, I'm, Jen is one of those people that has like 30,000 unread emails. Like,
0: I don't even know where that is in here. Um, she sees your uh, unread emails and she's like, I think I'm gonna be sick. You, this is <laughs> stressing me out so much.
1: Who cares? You just don't, I mean, I look at the important ones.
0: I I can't imagine. I mean, it's just having the red icon with the number oh, beside it. it.
1: It's like it's wearing a little hat.
0: You should, I mean, you should just start a new email. You, this one's <laughs> this one's forever destroyed. I don't know how you can handle this.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I just got past like a thousand and I kind of stopped caring.
3: Well, not caring. uh That could be a good thing, I
1: guess. (sighs) Look, um, I'm not going to stay at this place for long. Sounds like you're not going to stay at this place for long. I don't know if you wanted to see the thing I'm working on. I clearly can't. I'm not organizational is what I'm saying. So I'm working on this thing. I don't know what to do with it after. And I saw on your chum profile that uh, you've had a business before.
0: What the hell? I mean, what is it? Midnight? I have time. Let's take a look.
3: Oh, now? Oh, yeah, when sure. Do you yeah, okay. do
1: it? yeah, let's yeah, let's do it. We can do it. Uh, oh, my yeah. apartment is as bad as my
0: email. I'm just telling <laughs> you. She's horrified. But uh, <laughs> it sounds like you're you're going you want to open your own shop, Jen Brown, as we know the character eventually does. So I'd like to cut ahead a little bit to uh, a scene um that happens maybe weeks later uh and you are in the office of Anderson Kaya and uh unless you want to uh change anything about what i'm setting here you are giving him your your resignation
3: mm-hmm.
0: and um you and Sabrina plan to both do it today Sabrina is outside Anderson's office at her desk just kind of working and you see her kind of like look up at you for a moment and she kind of uh puts her head down would you like to make an insight roll
1: yes give Uh, me a
0: um i think a uh, wits plus insight is that it
1: yeah Um, that works okay having hunger is great just a clean five dice and i got a total failure
0: use willpower jen brown use willpower (laughs) use
1: your willpower how dare you come in here just to cackle at me uh
0: (laughs) you're like um you look over at her and you're like she's she's fine she'll come in right (laughs) after she'll come in right after i'm done actually i want to stick with that total failure don't yeah let's do it i don't know her Um, that well anderson kaya is just talking to you you've already told him you're resigning and he's like I don't understand. You know, I thought that we initially when we initially talked, we agreed that, you know, Chum was a vision that we had together that we would build over time.
1: Can I ask why you're leaving? You have that talk with all of your employees, to be fair. And um, I just. uh, You know, I just sort of want to look at my other options elsewhere. It's nothing personal. Thank you for.
0: Yeah, there are no you. other options, right? I mean, the startup market's already glutted. Like, uh, frankly, you know, there were a couple other people in line for your job when I chose you.
1: Well, maybe you can call them and offer it to them. Since
0: well, the hopefully so- they will be people who have the stick-to-itiveness and the tenacity that they need to succeed in this very competitive field.
1: God help anyone that tries to break up with you, Anderson. And I'm going to turn and walk out.
0: Um, and he's like, jokes on her. I don't date. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so uh, you walk out and you notice that Sabrina is just sitting at her desk and averting her eyes. Hey. Hey.
3: I'm out of here. sorry are you are you gonna go talk to him? Yeah, um yeah, probably. I uh probably well it's
0: um you know how I said that maybe I thought I could uh get us some space in Pittsburgh. Uh mm-hmm. you know, cause my cause my aunt does real estate there, I could get us something cheap. Well, she's um, not being really cooperative. I just—I uh, didn't realize you we were just gonna go in there. I thought we were gonna talk about it first.
1: We talked about doing it today. Oh, Marina. we talked
0: about it. I know, but I didn't realize you we were just gonna like immediately walk in at nine. I'm gonna and pull up a chair and in.
1: sit down next to her. Look, you are smarter than this place. We don't need an office space. You know how many companies. We're started from someone's basement. You're just scared because I, you need money. I know you need money, but look, I'm gonna take care of you. I told you that. We have a safety net, okay? I made, I made enough money to float me for a while, and if you need it, I'll help you. We can do this together.
3: You don't wanna stay here. You're wasted here.
0: I'd like a roll. Would you please roll Composure plus Persuade?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Composure.
0: Okay. Come on.
1: There's no hunger. Let's do it. Uh, Two successes.
0: She stands up. She walks over to Anderson's uh, fully glass office. She looks in the door and she goes, Hey, I quit too. And then she just walks past you to the elevator.
1: I uh, I take like a bag of gummies on her desk and eat them as I as I run after her to the elevator.
0: <laughs> uh, and we'll see what happened to them next in a little bit. Uh, but uh, now I want to set a new scene, uh, and this scene uh, happens in the year twenty fourteen. Uh, you and Craig are meeting with your dealer. Brad Lockwood. Another thing that you should know, Curtis, is that you have no money. And by no money, I can be specific for you. You have $7.43. Craig might have a little less. You've been spending a lot of money lately uh, on uh, medical costs uh, for counseling and the drugs that you need because um, the VA won't uh, subsidize some of the things that you think that you need. And perhaps some of the things that Craig thinks he needs are, you know, are, are more uh, addiction based than, say, uh, things that would actually make him feel better. And so you guys are down on your luck. Uh, but Brad, he's, he's more your friend than he is a drug dealer. And so you come and you see him at the bar where he usually hangs out. Uh, and there's, you know, glowing Budweiser signs and, uh, bikini calendars, uh, behind him in the corner booth where he's kind of, uh, holding court. And he's like, yeah, there he is. He's like, what's up, Kurt, Craig, sit down guys. Do you want a beer? Oh,
3: man, I don't man. You buy it.
0: PBR- yeah, sure. Can I get two more PBRs over here? Thank you. What's up guys. What can I do for?
2: Um, yeah, we're, yeah, Brad, we're just looking to maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe have a, a little conversation, you know,
0: I know what you want to have a conversation about, brother. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm, this is my shop. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's the usual, it's the usual, it's 50. Yeah.
2: So. I mean, it's kind of what we want to talk to you about. I mean,
3: uh, we don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it, so okay, well, you know, I'm your pal,
0: but I am you know also this is a business, so I can't yeah, just give look, you, you know we've,
2: shit. we've been good for it in the past, we're gonna be good for it again look we're just having it's it's just it's a rough patch right now, okay, I can't
0: do I can't do good for it anymore boys i I had too many guys fuck me over at this point.
2: Look, man, do you need like do you need like a favor? Do you need like some collateral or something? I, we can we can like we can do something do something for you. Come on, man.
3: All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have an idea. Actually, you know what? This is actually this is a good opportunity, man. I am too generous, and that's going to be my failing as a businessman. But I do <laughs> yeah. have I do have. Something you could help me out with. I mean, you're two big boys, uh, scary soldiers, right? Uh, So uh, I got this guy. He owes me money uh, and he won't pay up. I mean, this is why I stopped giving freebies, right? So this guy owes me money. So maybe I take y'all with me and he listens a little more carefully because sometimes, you know, people don't know I'm a tiger. You know, I know that I kind of look like a teddy bear, but you guys know I'm a tiger underneath, right?
3: Yeah.
0: So I got to bring my pride with me, my pride of tigers here to kind of scare, scare him a little bit. What do y'all think?
2: Hey man, if that's, if we can, if we, we can do you a favor and you can do us a favor and that's how, that's how it goes. You know, it's, cause it's not just a business it's between friends, right?
0: Uh, it's between friends. Exactly. Yeah. But now I want to let you know something When I say scare the man, I want you to put the fear of life in him. Does that make sense? Like, you're soldiers, and I want him to see that killer instinct.
3: You got it in you?
0: Yeah, man. All right. Meet me here when the bar closes. Actually, enjoy your beers. Hang out. Whatever. Hey, Sandra, how you doing, girl? You're getting fat, girl. Uh, Brad is a piece of shit. Hello, I'm comedian Game Master Jared Logan and I'm letting you know that you can geek out about your favorite tabletop role-playing games with me and my buddies on Stereo. No, Stereo isn't a boombox. It's a free app available in the App Store where you can listen to live broadcasts by your favorite comedians, creators, and commentators, and also interact with them by sending them your thoughts and questions in real time. It's kind of like an audio version of Twitch. And now our gaming show, The Stream of Blood, is offering you, Johnny Q Gamer, a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, for a live show on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and select Stream of Blood so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash Stream of Blood to get started. Stereo users can listen and seek out topics and conversations that interest them. Sports, comedy, politics, or maybe what is the difference between a mummy and a mummy lord in Dungeons and Dragons? That's a conversation that would interest me. If you're an Android or Apple user, you can download Stereo for free. Create a profile, and then you can submit audio messages to our show and make your voice heard. On the Stream of Blood, we'll be discussing game mastering tips and ideas for the ultimate tabletop campaign. Leave a message for us and let us know how you do it at your table. Listen on Stereo to Stream of Blood Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Find us at www.stereo.com forward slash Stream of Blood. So um, hours pass, and, uh, you know, it's uh, closing time, last call. And Brad gets up, and he's like, all right, so um, get in. Follow me. Takes you to his, uh, his Tahoe, and you guys get in. Uh, and he is driving you across town. So I'll knock on the guy's door. I'll ask him for the money. And if he doesn't give it, you know, you go in and uh, you tear the place up a little bit.
2: Tear yeah, the place up. Yeah, okay.
0: And if he's got any drugs in there, get the drugs, right? And if yeah. he's got any money in there, you get that out of there too because that belongs to me, right?
2: There we go. Yeah, it's simple enough.
0: I'm sure I'm glad you guys are helping me out with this.
2: Hey, we're glad to help you. You we
0: help you, you help us. That's how that's how it goes, right? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's just it's just like so hard to find people that know, you know, business etiquette in sort of the game that I'm in, you know, and you guys understand like, you know, how to be polite. Like, take this motherfucker, for example, that we're about to go rough up a little bit. Like, this asshole just started selling to my clients. It's like, you owe me money, motherfucker. You're taking money out of my pocket, right? It's not fair. Craig uh, suddenly says, you know, we might have um, steadier hands if uh, we had a taste before we went in. Yeah, Just man. It's like, how?
2: how do no. you want us? No, now,
0: you know. No, fuck you. Fuck both of you. No, I don't need you all hopped up. All right, I need the eye of the tiger. Right, we are a pride of tigers. Okay. I think it's, you need no, that fuck. hunger. He pulls up to a, a pretty nice, like, apartment building, uh, and kind of uh, one of the uh, actually swankier parts of town and you're looking at you know uh, uh you know a condo uh and um he uh there's separate condos and uh he gets out and he's like it's that one right there
2: and you're coming you're coming with yeah
0: i mean i'm gonna stand back a little bit but yeah i'm coming okay.
2: okay well let's go let's come on in and out let's go
0: um guys come up onto this so each condo has its own like little deck you know so someone could have like a little outdoor coffee or something uh and this this is like a first floor little condo area uh, and you uh see that there's a little uh door you can uh kind of ring the doorbell on right there and you I are really- um probably vaguely aware somewhere in the back of your mind that it's like almost 4 35 in the morning
2: oh yeah um so it's like a apartment call box kind of thing
0: uh it is uh no this well uh it's a it's like a it's not a ring light but it's you you walk right in yeah you can in fact you can see a little bit through the curtains that uh this is a nice place there's some mid-century modern furniture right inside
2: This this guy can't pay you back i mean come on
0: and knock 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 or doorbell um, No answer, and Brad, who's standing off of the deck, off of the porch, out on the street, goes, Gordo! Get your ass out here, motherfucker! I said, get your ass out here! And then he just throws a beer bottle that shatters against uh, the front of the uh, building, and you realize that Brad is a little crazy or a little drunk. Uh, finally...
2: Like if you keep making a bunch of fucking noise. Somebody's gonna call the cops. It's a crowded building, man.
0: Sorry, sorry. And then all of a sudden you hear uh the door unlocking. Uh, and um a uh a man with kind of like stylish long hair in like a nice bathrobe, uh a, a kind of a, a youngish guy, maybe uh late 20s, early 30s, uh answers the door. Uh and uh he has a gun in his hand what the fuck are you doing knocking on my door at five o'clock in the fucking morning?
3: I mean, you have
2: to guess you got to ask, uh, ask Brad, huh? What you don't know.
0: You're selling to my clients, asshole. Um, the guy looks out and goes, so the fuck what? He opens the door and he just has the gun drawn. And he's like, "Do you think I'm scared of you, shit stain? I work for Maines. You want
3: him to come knocking on your door?"
0: I look at, I, I glance at Craig. How's is, is the gun in my face? Uh, the gun is in both of your faces. And finally, he just points it right at Craig and goes, "Is this worth it? Is this worth what he's paying you, huh, junkie? Huh? Is this how you get your fix?" Hm? You want me to give you a fix? And he's pointing the gun right at you.
2: Hey man, no one wants uh Hey, think about this, alright? What you got, neighbors? You think you think you start you think you start blowing people away in your own fucking hallway? You're not gonna get people called on you? Why don't everybody relax? How about everybody just calm the fuck down?
0: Yeah, calm the fuck down, Gordo. Um, That is so good, I'm not even going to make you roll, Curtis. It's just common sense. And so he pulls the gun back, and he looks at both you and Craig, and he goes, I know that you guys are dying to get that sweet, sweet nectar into your veins as soon as humanly possible. But I want you to understand what your friend is asking you. Your friend is angry because myself and my employer are taking a little bit more of his market. And so he wants you to come here and rough me up and rob me and take what I have in there to, I don't know, scare me or retaliate against me. Your friend does not believe in a free market.
3: So I'm going to ask you guys, is this how you want to spend
0: this lovely Sunday morning?
2: I don't know anything about turf or territory, man. He says, you owe him money. So why don't you just give him what you owe him and we can walk away like this never fucking happened.
0: He says, I owe him money because I've been selling this to
3: some of his clients. And I'm, I, I glance back at Brad. And Brad's like,
0: <laughs> all right, fuck him up. Craig's like, looks at you.
2: And I look at Craig.
0: Craig is uh, moving toward this guy. I
2: grab, I grab his gun arm.
0: Everybody make a brawl roll. Uh, that's going to be a strength plus brawl roll.
2: And I think this would be before I got my grapple skill. So it's less. Uh, yes, it would be.
3: Okay, I'm going to use some
2: willpower there. Oh, four successes.
0: Four successes? Okay, the first thing that happens is Craig punches him in the mouth, and Craig has, you can see now, a roll of quarters in his fist to give it extra weight. You've got the guy's gun arm, but i got to tell you, he gets enough leverage that he is able to pull the trigger. A shot goes off. And I'm going to end the scene by saying, like very soon everybody is in handcuffs. Uh, I mean, it's been hours and hours we could go over how it all happened, but pretty soon, uh, everybody has a record. Uh, everybody is in, including this guy, Gordo is getting, yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, that is the decision that you made at that time. Uh, Let's talk to Jen Brown. Oh, is she here? Oh, there she is. I almost lost her. There you go. Hello. Hello, Jen Brown. Um, it's uh going to be uh, let's see, Pittsburgh, uh, in the year 2016. You and uh, Sabrina have started Grouper. Your current employees number two. You and Sabrina, uh, and you're pulling all-nighters to meet a crucial deadline. Um, And I'm just going to tell you something. Uh, You notice that Sabrina hasn't eaten anything in the entire 14 hours you've been working that day. Um, um, So um, you're sitting there uh, working and you're just like coding like mad because if you don't get some of this structure in by the time like some of your investors look at it, at a presentation uh, that's coming up, kind of like a check-in with them, um, they might pull some of their money or refuse to give you more, which it's looking like you're going to need more.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, So uh, let me know what Jen's thinking, what strategies she's using, or how she might be interacting with her friend.
1: I'm coding like mad. She's coding Um, like mad. Yes. How long has it been since I've eaten, pissed, any of that?
0: Um. It's probably been, you know, longer than it should have been. It's uh-huh. been. Hours and hours, you
1: know. Okay. I gotta order some food or something. I'm fucking starving. What do you want? I'm good. You're good?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine.
1: You haven't eaten all day, man. Neither of us have. I'm gonna order you something. What do you okay, want? Okay, french
0: there? fries, french fries. French fries? Look, if we don't get this in... First of all, French fries are good. Second- yeah, they're good,
1: but not as like a meal replacement.
0: Uh, okay, I don't know. Jen, order whatever. Th- honey, order whatever you're ordering, okay? Okay, I'll have okay. that too.
1: Hey, hey, we're going to make it. We're going to make this, okay? Don't worry about it.
0: I'm not, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. I'll be honest. I'm worried. All
1: right, okay, I'll order. I'll order, I'll order. And then I'm going to order, while I'm ordering, I'm kind of like, can I give a glance? And can I tell if something's different other than her just being stressed about a deadline?
0: Yeah, um, you see that she's, like, sweating, and it's not really hot in here. Um, and then I, I will say that the, the, the person, what do you order? What do you order to eat? What do you get?
1: Uh, I think I get us a couple of, she probably eats, like, shit Jen does. Uh, probably, like, a couple grilled cheese sandwiches and
0: fries and some sodas. <laughs> Great. The guy, uh, you know, it's like a little pub down below you that can, you know, bring it up to you really quick. Uh He's like, we'll have it up in 15 minutes. And the second you hang up on your cell phone, the buzzer to your uh, office uh, goes off. You're like, oh, that's quick.
1: That's really quick. Okay. I go to the door.
0: Um, There's a young guy with kind of stylish, longish hair. uh, And uh, he's got a bruise on his lip. But other than that, he's dressed. Oh, pretty well, business casual. Uh, and he's like, hi, Sabrina? No.
1: Uh, Jen, do you have the the food I ordered?
0: That was really fast. The food? Uh, no, no, I'm a different delivery. Special delivery. Um, and suddenly, Brina's behind you and she's like, oh, hi, uh, Gordo? And he's like, yeah. And she unlocks the door uh, and lets him in.
1: I'm going to step in front of her and go hey gordo what are you delivering for us
0: ah uh, just a little you know work aid package follow me uh and he I'm, uh, I'm going to and- say
1: will you give us a second and i'm going to close the door and i'm just going to i'm going to lock it and i'm going to stare at brina what
0: what the fuck you is You got to make this deadline this is just, I, I use it. I, I've used it for years. It's not a big deal. It's a You've little, used it for years? Yeah, it's just a little something to kind of, you know, keep us going. And I got to tell you, I'm fading fast.
1: Then why don't you take a nap and I'll finish up?
0: I'm not going to take a nap. This company is half mine. And I'm going to finish the work that we started here today. And I'm going to have just a little pick-me-up to kind of keep me moving.
1: Well, I'm not going to let that shit, into my apartment.
0: Oh, you're not going to let it. You're not going to let it.
1: No, Brina, I'm not going to let it.
0: Oh, because you are like, what, the moral authority. It's it, You are such a Girl Scout. It's a little bit of speed.
2: Everybody <laughs> does this.
0: Every coder uses it. I don't. Yeah, because you're a
1: coders, you know. Am I not?
0: You're being stupid. And then she just walks into the room where... Uh, Gordo is, like, laying out bottles of pills.
3: Uh, I'm gonna
1: take out my phone and show her, show them both that I've dialed 911. You're gonna take the shit out of this apartment, or I'm calling the cops?
0: Are you—this is Sabrina. Are you out of your fu- You're fucking— You're gonna take
1: this cop? shit
0: out of this apartment,
1: or I'm calling the cops Gordo? What kind of fucking name is that?
0: Um, he's like okay this is not worth it to me and you are on my block list now so uh thanks for you know uh i don't know making everybody's day a little bit more stressful and fucked up and that's on you
1: fuck you man get out of here
0: starts walking out of the apartment and she's like god damn it what are you doing i'm done i can't go any farther with i need that shit no
1: you don't man you know, I wouldn't have done this with you if I knew you were fucking doing
0: speed. You were such a little goody two-shoes. I'm this not a is- goody
1: two-shoes. I just know what happens when people get hooked on that shit. Okay?
0: You've never done a bad thing in your life. You're just, you, you've you never broken the rules. And, uh, you know, this is not, we're, we're adults, all right? Mommy and daddy aren't watching. We're allowed to make our own decisions. This is my decision. You're not my mother, Jen Brown.
1: Why don't you go look in the mirror, man? Yeah, you know like, what?
0: It. No, you know what? I'll go look in the mirror at home. Good luck with your app, Jen Brown. And she starts to walk out, and then she walks out. Jen, you can finish this on your own if you can give me a intelligence plus technology test with, let's call four, success difficulty. Okay.
1: got a critical
0: success. Are you kidding me right now? That's amazing. Um <laughs> So you nail it. You finish it all on your own. Um and uh at the you're really curious as to whether Sabrina is going to show up to the presentation on Monday. Do you want to find out beforehand or do you want to just show up and see if she shows up?
1: I think I'm pissed at her and I'm going to, I'm just going to text her and say, it's done. I think Jen's a bit full of bravado. So I think she's going to say it's done. It's perfect. I did it clean. And if you want back in, then you need to be clean too. Send kind of thing. And then I'm going to be there on Monday.
0: Great. Um, She shows up on Monday. She looks horrible. Um, she, uh, looks like she hasn't been sleeping maybe, or that she's been crying. Um, and she goes to the bathroom, by the way, you guys have like rented a little space to do this presentation. And because you can't do it in your own apartment, Jen Brown. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so she's, uh, you see her like walk past you and give you a look and then go into the ladies room. I'm going to follow her in. She's like trying to do her makeup and like get presentable.
3: You slept? Yeah, I slept. You ate? Yeah.
0: Did you do what do you anything? want me to do? You want me to say that I'm sorry? Cause I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for being an adult who can make my own decisions.
1: You can't go out there looking like this.
3: Did you, you know, do something that you weren't supposed to do over the weekend? Yeah, I had a, I had a, I. you need me for this meeting. You Get can't the do fuck this out. without.
1: Get the fuck out. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. You can't do this. You come back. You can't do this without me. When you're clean.
3: Fuck you. This is my company too. And I'm going in there.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step in front of her. Look at yourself in the fucking mirror, Sabrina. You look like shit. You're going to tank this for both of us.
0: Um, I think you should roll something because she seems pretty adamant about going into the boardroom looking like this. So um, does this feel like a leadership to you?
1: Uh, sure. Maybe uh, a yeah,
0: leadership I so. plus
1: charisma?
0: I'll allow it. Yeah, that sounds okay. right.
1: Three successes.
3: I'm sorry. This is why I lost my lost my last company. Because I just fuck things up. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. You think you can
0: talk to them? I'll be fine. Here are my cards. She hands you like these like hastily scrawled like, you know, presentation cards. I'm going to
1: put them down on the sink and I'm going to hug her.
0: And that's where we'll leave. Ben Brown and Sabrina for the moment. Curtis Krieger. Curtis Krieger. Uh, it is now, uh, 2018. You have gotten clean. How did you do it? I think uh, last we left you, you had just gotten arrested. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, And, uh, I think, uh, if that's kept using, but uh maybe v- via a court ordered appearance at a at a rehab at um the rehab outreach group um began began to consistently go to NA meetings and, and uh and and got clean and also like just met up with a few other few other veterans and got like a I got a job um uh just working in the kitchen of a of a Pittsburgh restaurant where people were nice to me and and uh and so I'm just kinda like grinding out a little a little a little comeback.
0: A <laughs> little comeback, a little bit at a time. Um like, these fucked up rumors about like this. I I
2: I'm sorry to bring this up, but I read about this today today, this article from 2017, and it made my brain melt that there was a uh, that there was a um a religious affiliated um uh rehab. Group that was as part of their rehab was sending um, people in recovery to work at poultry plants for no pay, basically turning them into slaves. Um, and uh, and uh, he's and Curtis is really pissed because he's because that's happened to some people he he knows.
0: Yeah. Um, and can I ask, uh, is Craig don't going to meetings? He's he's you know he's your touchstone. You tell me. Is he going to meetings? Is he kind of getting uh, off of uh, the opioids or is he still having trouble?
2: He's in and out. Um, it's the kind of thing where like he it's, you know, it's he'll he'll go and he'll be like, thanks. Thanks, man. I'm so I'm so glad. I'm so glad did that I'll see you next week. And he won't show up next week and right. um, to borrow money. He'll show up to like he's stolen from me.
0: So uh, one thing that's been happening to you is you have been trouble like with uh, your uh, veterans insurance and things like that. Like they're not paying out on some claims. Uh, look, I'm I'm just talking. The, paying, the whole reason
2: I'm fucking in this is because I've I had to I needed to get fucking painkillers for 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 my back because I got like hurled out of a fucking exploding truck.
0: Yes, and then. One of the many meetings that you go to, I think you go to several now, is a kind of a a VFW meeting where people kind of talk about their experiences over there uh, in Afghanistan or in Iraq. Uh, And uh, they're supposed to kind of help each other with some of the trauma by talking about it. And on this particular night uh, in December of 2018, a guy gets up and he says, uh, you know, I know that some people question why we were over there. People always question why one people has to take up arms against another. In my mind, we were over there to spread freedom. People in that country have no freedom as long as the Taliban is in charge. And we were there to show them a better way. People get hurt. All of us have been wounded or see things that we'd rather not have seen. Bullshit. But to me,
3: bullshit excuse me
0: well, i'm you know, sorry that
3: like kurt it's not your turn to speak man
2: well i'm just <laughs> i'm sorry yeah it's not my turn i'm just
0: supposed to fucking sit here and listen to this, listen to this fucking bullcrap spread freedom look man everybody has a different perspective you know we listen to each other here that's what we do I mean, open up your fucking eyes, man. I'm going back and forth with
2: the, with the fucking VA trying to get, just trying to get, like, basic, just to get my fucking basic medical insurance. This is the free country that I put my ass on the fucking line for? It's a free country that you put your ass on the line for? What do you think these fucking, you think the, the, the Taliban, some people in a, Living in the most, some of the most abject poverty I've ever fucking seen in my life. Poverty like I've never seen here. Because they pray to a fucking d- different God or use a different name that makes them any fucking worse or less free. Those people who sent like Travis out to fucking Oklahoma to work in a fucking Tyson plant for no fucking money. Maybe I'll respect this country when it fucking respects me, huh? And he flips over the chair and he walks out.
0: Wow. Um, everybody you, you didn't even give and nobody even had a chance to respond. Like the big guy that was talking looked like he was pissed, but you just fucking are gone. Um, and, uh, you're out on the street again. What do you do now? Actually, I know oh, what you do. Yeah, you exactly. spend willpower. You roll willpower right now is what you do.
2: Spent two already. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you no, know, two successes.
0: Um, No, you realize it's not, fix is not what you need. That's not what you need tonight. So, what do you do instead? Where does Curtis go?
2: Smoking in Newport. And, um, and, uh, um, yeah, what do I do? I'm, this is the only vice that I've got right now. (laughs) And, and, uh, um, I'm, 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 I, and I just turn up my, I for a second I wanna I wanna go back in there and like and keep screaming, but i I just I just walk and um and can I say that like as as he walks he passes an ASPCA and um and uh he just and for a while he just like stands there like kind of uh smoking and uh hand on the glass while while like a bunch of puppies are like
0: <laughs> Yeah going absolutely at the um and what he can do all while he's doing that and looking into the glass is make a wits plus awareness roll uh, I should know by now. uh two successes two successes um that uh is enough for him to notice a kind of a white face across the street you know, bordered in the black of the night and the like foliage and like just the, the black kind of city backdrop. Um, There is a white face kind of looking at him from across the street.
2: Uh, do I recognize it?
0: Um, Are you lo- looking into the glass right now? It's still a little blurry. You know, the dogs are hopping up and like uh, uh yet y- yipping at you.
2: I turn around to, to, to look.
0: You don't recognize it, uh, but for a moment you see a woman uh, who uh, pulls up her collar, uh, and she is wearing kind of like very um, utilitarian kind of wear. You know, uh, you know the kind of like workout pants you'd wear with like a, a heavy jacket for a cold Pittsburgh winter. Uh, and she kind of gives you a, a meaningful glance and walks off. This is this is. Is, is Curtis attracted to her? Yes.
2: He, he uh, jogs across the street and uh, tries to catch up to her.
0: She stops and she turns.
2: You know, it's late at night. You don't want to be uh, some freaks on the street. You don't want to be out here all by yourself.
0: She smiles and she goes, yeah, there are a lot of predators out there. And she smiles and you can see that one of her incisors is a bit longer than the others meanwhile <laughs> meanwhile a year later or somewhere around there um jen brown uh it is now uh 2019 early grouper is up and running you're employing a staff of 20 people to run it now you have an office space um it's popular and it's been used to organize uh all kinds of Protests, uh, among other things, uh, but in particular, uh, the police brutality protests have uh, a lot of those protesters have used Grouper. Um, and uh, let's just r- hit it one last time. And I know that you know you might not know every detail, but if you're kind of just imagining, how does the app work and why is it so popular? Do you think?
1: Um, kind of like Signal, I think it it just it's encrypted um, communication, but maybe. Unlike Signal, it has more functionality, it's not just text, it's like, I don't know, maybe file sharing, Uh, maybe it has like a maps kind of linked into it. It's sort of anything that you need to organize people to meet together and share files and information and messages without being able to be traced.
0: Great. Um, And so um, it is a popular app uh, and it is free to download, right? Is that correct? Mm hmm. Um, uh, but there's still a lot of, uh, end work that goes on improving it. And so that's why you have this staff here. Some people are coding, some people are dealing with your public face of your company. Uh, how do you think it's going for Jen sort of running things? Because I think that you thought at one point, Sabrina was going to be doing a lot of that. Um, but you find more and more that you, you are more comfortable in a leadership role than you thought. So how do you mm-hmm. think it's going for you though? I mean, uh. How good a leader, how good of a business uh, mogul is Jen Brown?
1: I think maybe she's a little bit too... I think she likes having the power, and I think she's maybe a little bit too black and white sometimes, and she can be a bit like, just do it! And so Sabrina has to step in and be like, okay. So I think they're sort of the the sweet and salt.
0: Good cop, bad cop, a little bit.
1: Good cop, cop, bad cop, yeah. And Sabrina does a lot of the, like... Or she she, either she preps Jen a lot for, like, outward-facing publicity stuff, or she just does a lot of it, or she demands that she goes with her because otherwise Jen comes off looking too cold.
0: Right. Well, on this particular day, um, let's see how your – if you're coming off as too cold. Give me a charisma plus leadership role uh, at your morning meeting to kind of give everybody their, like, uh, their marching orders.
1: Okay. I kind of want her to fail this. Oh, she doesn't. Three successes.
0: Oh, she's doing great today. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: she's juiced, maybe. Something good happened? I don't know.
0: Um, yeah, I guess maybe uh, actually sitting on the table in front of everybody is a magazine. Maybe it's like Wired, uh, and it's it's got like a Grouper and even like Jen Brown and Sabrina both on the cover because uh, not, not Wired, it's a smaller publication that only exists in the world of darkness called <laughs> called connect uh, <laughs> and uh it has you guys on the cover as you know uh lady uh, ceos of this kind of up and coming you know uh social facing company um so it is news it's news in the tech world but it's even you know your reputation is even bleeding out a little bit into people that don't follow those kinds of things um and uh After the, you know, people are leaving, people are joking and laughing. Morale seems high because you uh, aced with three successes that role. Uh, Do you have an espresso bar here? What's your office like?
1: No, I don't think so. I feel like, um, I feel, I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, I think, bare bones in terms of just like, there's no, it's no froofy like startup stuff. There's like, there's snacks and there's a coffee machine right doing what they want it feels more like a normal you wouldn't know what it what it was just from looking at it it's it looks like just like a normal office
0: right um yeah you uh your substance over style in other words mm-hmm. um so as people finally uh filter out uh to get to work really they're not really going to spend a lot of time at the in the at the snack room um Sabrina comes to you and she says, hey, Jen, I was looking over uh, some of your new code and I couldn't help but notice that uh, you've coded quite a few back doors into the the core kernel here. Like they're not obvious or anything, but they bypass all the encryption.
1: Right, well, we need fail-safes in case something goes wrong or you know what I mean? Like it can't be completely cut off from us too.
0: But wasn't the point like... Our users can't be tracked. I mean, these could be used to track our users. I mean, I know that you and I are going to use it for, you know, things that are legit. But uh, these are only for us, right? I mean, we yeah, of course. Okay, because and yourself...
1: also our security is incredible. No one else is going to be able to get access to this stuff. I swear, I, I wouldn't put those in there if I thought that there was any chance that they could be used for nefarious purposes. I mean, that would that would tank us frankly. So,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, okay. I, you know, I trust you, but, um, I just want you to know, cause I'm not even going to tell legal, like you can't tell anybody about them. Like you, you just, our investors can't know that they're there. I mean, the whole face of the app is that people have, I mean, the pointless privacy.
1: I know, but uh, it's our app. I, you wouldn't You wouldn't build a a fucking car and not know how to get into the engine, you know? Like, we have to have these.
0: Okay. If you say it's a go, that's enough for me. All right. Cut to uh, weeks later. Weeks pass. And one day you're uh, having a conversation about... uh, I mean, I haven't seen that show, but everybody's saying that it's, like, good. So I'm gonna probably check it out. I just... I don't know if I'm in the mood for like another thing where someone, some kid gets murdered. You know, it's like <laughs> so depressing. And then uh, one of your assistants comes in and is like, "Jen, Sabrina, yeah, a man from the FBI is here."
3: What? He says he's FBI. He had the badge and everything. Uh, I'm gonna look at Sabrina. Later, uh.
1: Let him in, I guess.
0: Handsome uh, man comes in. Uh, he is, introduces himself as Daniel Chen. Uh, and he is, in fact, FBI. He shows you his badge. Um, hi. hi. um, This is a friendly visit. I don't want you to think, uh, you know, people hear FBI, they get nervous.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Sure, you want to...
0: You still seem nervous, but I'm going to go ahead and barrel through. Um, so uh, I think you you probably heard about the the protests in St. Louis. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, you know, during those protests, um, you know, a lot Look, of. Look, I'm going to
1: stop you, Daniel. If this is you coming here to ask us for information because people were using our app to organize protests, you can go ahead and just see yourself out.
0: Wow. You are smart. The article said that, that you were, you were sharp. Um, yeah, that's, that is why I'm here. And I, I, I want you to know, it's not me, Daniel Chen, who's asking you, I you know, the United States government is asking.
1: Oh, I'm aware who you work for, Mr. Chen. Um, so unless you're going to drag me out of here in handcuffs, uh, I would ask that you would leave.
3: Okay. Um,
0: Can I just have one more minute of your time? No. You realize your app could be used by, I don't know, a right-wing militia to uh, organize setting a bomb in a church.
1: You're not asking about that, though, are you? You're asking about people protesting the murder of an innocent man and setting buildings aflame because cops are killing their sons and husbands and neighbors
0: no okay i mean you want to i mean
1: we can talk about right-wing militias but you guys never seem to show up for that do you
3: only when they're black okay all
0: right well i've taken your temperature um and i'll let my superiors know what you had to say
1: good day mr chen
0: you too miss brown and uh, he walks out.
1: Oh, fuck, 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 Holy fuck. shit. Fuck, fuck,
0: fuck, fuck, God fuck. damn it, Jen. <sighs> what are we gonna do? I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Are we even legally allowed to tell them no? I don't know. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna, up. I'm gonna call legal. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna I'll call legal. Okay. I'll see what they say. Okay. Um, uh, she calls legal and uh, they tell you that... It, it's completely virgin territory they have no idea whether you're allowed uh but it would help if someone else would uh, set a precedent um <laughs> and uh and so i want to know you know how how does this change jen Brown or affect her life like uh does she do anything differently well does does she are there any consequences the consequences yes there are consequences actually um so you're not doing anything initially at this early stage you find out that, that you know there is no legal precedent at this point so in theory you can just kind of let it ride and see what happens so is that uh-huh. okay okay that's what sabrina is saying to do let's see how it develops um suddenly uh every night on certain news channels people are railing against this new app that allows terrorists to plot attacks. Um, It helps them to easily plot attacks. uh, And uh, some of the uh, civil unrest was definitely plotted by outside uh, influences. This app grouper, you know, uh, uh, Carl Tuckerson is on the news every night going like, these people hate your freedom and they are allowing... Uh, Silicon Valley is allowing them to take control of, you know, information. Anyway, um, uh, suddenly you're getting a ton of bad press. And I want to know, how do you react or do you do anything or do you just stay the course? What is your uh, reaction?
1: I think Jen wants to fucking go on like the news or something and defend herself. And I think maybe Sabrina talks her into using like a PR company.
0: Ah, okay, great. Um, I think that Sabrina does talk you into using a PR company. And let's see how they do. <laughs> These people are good at their jobs now. Don't laugh too much. Maybe, maybe they'll nail it. Um, let's see. I would say that this is a uh orchestrated and intent, you know, intent driven uh campaign to besmirch your name and in fact, it will start coming with like more real world consequences because your customers or your clients that use your app—they're they, not really swayed by this. It's the fact that people now start suing you like mm. crazy um, over things that you had almost nothing to do with. But they're convincing people whose maybe business was uh, damaged in a uh, in a protest action to now sue your app, um, and this is all. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's getting tied up in the courts. Let's see how the PR does.
1: I think I would also maybe in that case contact as part of also part of a PR thing, contact like the ACLU.
0: Right, start okay. Like
1: this sort of, this is stifling free speech and conservatives are supposed to care about that and blah, 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 that kind of thing.
0: Well, the ACLU is, is, is helping you, but as you know, they have many different uh, fronts that they wage their battles on. And so I think that, Ultimately, what ends up happening is that, like like everything in a capitalist society, when bad things happen, it weighs on you financially. And so now, I would like for uh, Jen Brown to see how well she can handle her business with a, uh, let's say, a resolve plus finance role. Okay. Difficulty three to weather this storm. Three. Uh Grouper is uh alive and well after the storm has kind of passed. The news cycle moves on a little bit. They're on to the next thing. Uh and um uh you feel you feel like maybe you've gone through, you know, when you have a project as big as a company like this, storms come and they sometimes challenge to shake it to the very foundations. And in this particular case, you feel like you have weathered it um and so uh i think it's around this time that you are contacted by a woman uh a woman who when you finally see her uh seems to be dressed with a kind of a lane Venice hairstyle and is in sort of 90s business chic who introduces herself as helena
1: is this the woman yeah. that i'm meeting in the car
0: it is the woman that you met in the car. Oh uh, and that brings us all the way to the faithful night when Jen Brown went from being an excellent CEO to an on the run thin blood vampire. Oh <laughs> I, I mean, so like no, it really is. Um and we're coming to the end of our, our, our session today. We're ending a little early today. I hope that's okay with everybody. But what I just want to let's bring our friend Ross Bryant back in. I just want to say. It was so um, sad to me all of a sudden that she did so well, like, with this human endeavor. She kept it all together. She kept her friend together. She did all of this incredible stuff. And then one night when our series started, she got turned into a vampire and her life got fucked. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Mm. That's so sad.
0: And what about Curtis Krieger? Like, does, 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 do any of these scenes and, and you could say no, or the, you know, maybe it is, maybe Ross, you thought it was predictable what happened to him tonight. I don't mean predictable in terms of story, but just like, you're like, yeah, these are kind of the beats I thought he would have gone through. Or do you think that you've been surprised by something tonight?
2: No. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I mean, the, 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 I feel like that was all stuff that existed just kind of like the, in the offhand comments of, of Curtis's backstory but like yeah so to 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 pl- as as like too close as it is to play through the reality and the the stress of a of a horror of a of a mission gone wrong and uh and the the humiliations that he's had to to endure as a result of uh feeling unstuck from society and addiction is just adds adds a mix of rich broth
0: (laughs) yes very good well that rich broth isn't just uh broth there are also chunks of game in it by that i mean to say i think that uh for being here for being such incredible players who are willing to kind of go and have these sort of emotional scenes i want to thank you with a dot of something you think your character earned tonight yes Mm -hmm. it's a free dot everybody i'm being an insane storyteller (laughs) system be damned i'm giving each of my players a dot in something but it must they must tell me how it is connected to what they did tonight and so can i start with you curtis krieger do you have any thoughts on that and would that be a dot in a particular attribute or or just a skill or uh that's a very good question i can't i don't think i can give you an attribute dot unless you make a very good case for it but i think a skill dot is super appropriate Oh, man. people on the chat are going one dot in blood magic <laughs> you know, I really think Curtis would have learned the deflect the wooden doom ritual from all of this yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely um, God almighty yeah I'm looking here
0: that's man. okay um, let's talk it through if, if, Actually,
2: I'll, I'll look at it if if, if Ashley knows, knows
0: hers maybe more off the top of her head then maybe she should go yeah, I mean, what do you think, Jen Brown? Is there something that hops out to you?
1: I feel like the. I feel like honestly, she used leadership the most.
0: I think she did, and we've already rewarded her some dots of that at different uh, moments. But I think right now, as she is driving to this rendezvous with this new player uh, on the Pittsburgh scene, and as frankly, we're about to start a new little, um, a new little storyline in our lockdown chronicle. It, she remembers all the ways that she has been a leader and realizes that perhaps it is uh, called upon her again to be a leader. And I think those memories do gift her, I think, with a dot in leadership again. Um, I think that she has that. And uh, and so uh, maybe um, she can uh, lead this conversation that's coming up with whoever this mysterious stranger who has very similar philosophies to our friend Lucius Ali God forbid that's terrifying. Um <laughs> uh, and so uh uh here I go. I'm turning back to Curtis Krieger and asking him what do you think he learned? And it could be uh you know I, I have an
2: idea maybe. Um now first off I'm like of those of those scenarios it was like the horror of like trying to keep your head in a battle of trying to like main t- like talk someone down when the guns waving in your face. And uh, and um and speaking his speaking his truth of his uh, his moral code, and those I would associate maybe with resolve. Um, so maybe in the resolve column. Uh, well,
0: let's see. Curtis normally has a resolve of two, two, and you would like to have him go up to three. I don't um, know if I go up to three and resolve, but maybe
2: if I pick a pick a skill like awareness. Um, the awareness of like scoping out a scoping out a sniper is uh shows that um reading the room of a of a tense situation shows that um, i would
0: say he actually to me showed a lot of composure right like he kept yeah. his cool during the firefight he kept his cool during the uh the robbing the other drug dealer uh and well he didn't keep his cool at the end there but that was no. uh fiery i think uh i think i'm gonna go ahead and allow him to have a dot of composure which is pretty low anyway right now so uh great. it won't uh break the game in fact by the way none of these things ever break the game uh mm-hmm. to give him a dot of composure great uh sweet um guys thank you for going down this trip into memory lane with me thank you oh, that was so great. fun and tragic yeah yeah Uh, tragic uh hopefully it gives you more grist for your uh your mill as you uh portray the characters um feel free to bring these things back up um and uh and especially think about what it means uh about your relationship to your touchstones uh i am going to say thank you again and goodbye to my incredible players ross bryant and ashley birch I'm releasing you early tonight out into the darkness to go feed. Goodbye, guys. (laughs) guys. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Strother. Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. What's up, SOBs? Podcast producer, Andrew, here, reminding you that you can catch Jared and the Stream of Blood crew live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. Check out the link in the show notes or on any of our social media channels. You can download the Stereo app from the App Store or Google Play Store and follow us on there at Stream of Blood. We're so excited to be partnering with them to bring our fans and community even more awesome content. And with the stereo app, you can even leave messages for us that we can listen to and play back on the stream. It's a great way to get
2: involved and support the show. So hit the link in the show notes and we'll chat with you there soon.